Hi, this is Daniel Rue of the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I'm taking the Phoenix Suns over the LA Clippers in their Game 6 on Wednesday, if necessary. BetOnline has free odds and lines available online or on your mobile device. Visit BetOnline.net today. Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit LiveXLive.com or search LiveXLive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. Mm. Uh, good. So you had a tailor in here? Yeah. I lost 70 pounds, man. Okay, looking good, man. 70 pounds. Looking good. You did get you did get thick for a minute. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hot Box, and I'm Evan Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. And Mike, we've got a blast from the yeah, past here, no, baby. Big time. These are my brothers right here, Manny and Mike. What's yeah, up? What's up, Mike? That's it. What's up? What's happening, Mike? Welcome, guys. Hey, let me Thank tell you. you one thing. You know, this is how I start. Before we say anything, you know, I was in a Madison Square Garden gym in Phoenix, Arizona, and I met Manny. What was that, 97? What was that? What day? 96 or something like 96, that. 96, yeah. 97. Wow. I met Manny. Yeah. And then it's, he's, been, he's been coming into my workouts, watching him, right? He's been watching me work out, coming to my workouts. So then you start sending us to your fights. We were going to your fights in Vegas. The like, one, uh, one round fights. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, first one, the first one. I keep forgetting. Uh, when I was fighting, I used to always give tickets away. Yeah. I forget about <laughs> yeah. it because I haven't fought in a long time. I, haven't I forgot. I used to always give my friends tickets. People yeah. live in the hood. They, they yeah. can't afford the tickets. I give them tickets right. to come to fights. First one was uh, Francois Botha. Yeah. 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 That was my first pro fight that I ever yeah. went to. That was a little scary. He looked like he was trying to do something for hey, me. Hey, not, I was saying that out there. I was telling them. <laughs> I was telling them. I was getting mad that he was fighting so yeah, hard. Yeah. Until you killed him. Really? So he died. Yeah. yeah. He shot him down. That I remember exactly where I was sitting and exactly what I felt when you hit him with that right. And it listen, was a, you felt it. Listen, I didn't feel nothing. It felt like I missed. Right. Oh, That's okay. weird, right? Yeah. Because you didn't even extend, really. You didn't have to. Boom. He came yeah. right into you. Boom. He walked in. Mm. Yep. Into it. Yeah. That was my first experience. That was my first time going to Vegas. How did you feel seeing all those people in stars? It was that was time? a highlight of my life. I know Be- when I first because did that, you know, when you was giving me tickets, mm-hmm. I was sitting. Uh, who was that sitting behind us? Who's that celebrity? I, it was a lot of people. De Niro, one of them. They were sitting behind us. De Niro was there. Yeah. They were behind you. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we had excellent seats yeah. to where we could. The shot, the knockout, you felt it. The, you felt the thud. You didn't just hear it. Yeah. You felt it. Right. Yeah. The, the reason, before we get into what they're doing, they were just good people. Mm. And you do that when you meet good people. When you meet good people, you just do that with good people. You don't have to know much about them. When you meet good people, you know this is good people. You just connect them. Yeah, yes, this is good people. He needs to be around us more. Mm. He needs to see what we do. You know, he's good people. Yeah. You don't let it, from my experience in life, I don't let everybody that close to me. Yeah. But then you feel good people. You yeah. know, you're good people. I, there's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot, Mike. You meet so many people, and I haven't met as many people as you. But so it's a lot you probably don't remember. But you would take me out with you. We went out right in Scottsdale and stuff like that. And not just that, but like the stuff that you would do at the gym, like you would pay for people's quinceañeras for their kids, and like you did so much good stuff for people. You, I, all right. So my my introduction to boxing was you. That was my era. 
But my dad did send me, give me all the Muhammad Ali tapes. So it was you and Ali, right? But as for growing up watching, it was you. So you was my guy. Brooke, we all from Brooklyn, like the whole nine, right? So I grew up like Mike Tyson is it. That's it. And not just the boxing side, like you're a cultural icon, whether you see it or not. You are. You clearly are, right? So when we actually met you, I was like, wow. And I'm Where gonna was tell the first time you guys met? In Phoenix. And this is my this this, this 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 is my first time my first time seeing Mike. I'm sure you don't remember. You pull up sitting in the back of a Rolls Royce. You had a driver, and y'all was bumping Wu Tang loud. I was like, "That's so fucking dope." That's, you know what I mean? Like a black king. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bumping Wu Tang, yeah, shorts, casual, the back of a Rolls Royce, ready for the gym. Ready for the gym. Mike I used to it. roll up in five or six black SUVs, <laughs> <laughs> and he had an entourage. They didn't like me because they didn't know who I was. They but said, well, you know why I think guy? they didn't like you? Because you real. Because yeah, uh, I, I was telling Ev one time, I'm watching you train, and you just wasn't into it that this particular day. And you, this is when you had um, what's the guy he used to train Holyfield too? I know you're talking, yeah, about Brooks. But Brooks, yeah. So you was like half-ass hitting mitts. And you said, right, "I'm done." And then everybody was like, "Good job, champ! Good job, champ!" And I was appalled. I was like, it's not a good job. Like, why are they saying this? I was too young to say anything. I was like, oh, what the? Yeah. You know what I mean? But but my dad, y'all connection was real, you know? But I, I felt like you had people around you that just wanted to be around. Well, I wouldn't blame you. I can't blame them. I would want to be around me, too. But but here's yeah. the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I value, like, I don't want to be around somebody just to be around. Like, if I care, I got to say, you got to say something. Like, they was letting you not train you know what I'm saying? And applauding you. That's great. And I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I came down to the gym. Mike said, man, you got your car with you? I said, yeah. He said, let's get out of here. I said, you know Did what? Did go somewhere? Yeah. It was a, it was a daytime party. In, in Arizona, they got a thing they call at once a month. Everybody go to one bar. What's the name of the bar? Oh, man. Oh, I forget the, the Amvets, I think. What's the name of that black bar in the hood? Yeah, that that's the Legion. Legion, yeah. <laughs> Everybody used to be so the I Legion. took him there. <laughs> he said, "What is this, man? It's in the daytime. Why are all these people in here?" And all of a sudden, they said, "Hey, Mike Tyson's in the house." Mike said, "Manny, oh, I don't want to do no signatures and all that." I said, "Okay." I said, "I'll handle it." I said, "Matter of fact, my stakes are raised." <laughs> so, I, you want to meet Mike? I talked to him about it. <laughs> we had a good time. When we got back, your account was mad at me. Where did you take him? I said, man, talk to Mike. He your boss, man. Yeah, I'm the boss. <laughs> yeah. I like your yeah. dad knows I'm the boss. Oh, yeah. I like being the boss. Right. Oh, that's then crazy. Then you flew me out to Vegas to see your first show. Who? I did. Yeah. You remember the, uh, the, the we ran into each other at uh, LA Fit Expo some years back when you was first doing the, um, the one-man one. show. Yeah. And then, yeah, I brought Pops out. And and we saw the show, and they said, you meet and greet? I said, uh, they said, it's about $600. I said, no, just tell Mike Manny was here. They went back and told you. They said, man, send him back here. Yeah. Me and him came back there. He was back there kicking it. 
We kicked it for a while. You said, man, every time I see this dude, man, he got some fine chicks. You know, <laughs> me and Mike, right? Your friend is here, so Mike always had the nice girls with him and stuff. Yeah. Always had sure. it built with him and shit. Yeah. You know? yeah. What do you call those guys? Um, what are those warriors and shit? The Zulu warrior, man. Yeah. Like yeah. Big buck <laughs> with a white woman on his arm. <laughs> I believe it, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, listen, so this is what I want to say to her. Yeah. What's been going on in your life, man? Every oh, time man. I see him, it's always positive. You always look good. You always have to be focused. He's always serious. And nice. Man, I went through, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of growth. Um, you know, I stopped boxing early, like early, early 2000s. And I just, you know, box, you know, as you know, boxing is a hard sport. Mm-hmm. It's training. And as soon as I found something that I thought, like, I could make a living, I said, all right, I'm good, right? I don't need to. I don't need to box no more. So I did that, and along that that route, you know, just growing up, making stupid decisions, and you know, I went through a lot. Like I ended up, you know, I, I got back in the streets. I was, you know, doing my thing, and then I caught a case, a big case. Uh, it was get a, killed or nothing, right? No, I mean, you know, nah. It's you know, it was a self defense situation, and. uh and I, I became a fugitive. I, I went on a run. And um, I didn't want to be separated from my children because they was coming hard. Like, Arizona don't – it's like no reason. There's no logic behind how they – so, you know, I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to jail. So I just left. <laughs> and I wasn't running. I was in hiding in plain sight, right? I was just in California, next state over. And I, I went through a lot, and I kind of I, – I completely rebuilt my life. Even when I was in the streets, I was still – I was growing out of that stuff. I was like – you know, I would think about my grandparents and how embarrassed I was if they can see me right now. So I was evolving at that time. And when I when I left, I wasn't in communication with anybody that I knew. Uh, barely would, like, send messages to my dad. And I had to, I don't know if you remember this, Pop, but I've always been really self-sufficient and resourceful. You know, I've been in other countries by myself and just figured it out. So this one time, I was running out of money because I'm a, I'm a fugitive, and um, I hadn't eaten for like two days, like, and I was like homeless. Like, I didn't tell my dad a lot of this stuff, and uh, a couple days, like, I'm like, I'm rough it out. I know I got something coming on Friday, whatever, and I was like, the only way I'm gonna eat is I'm gonna go steal, and that's raising my possibility of getting arrested. And it ain't going to just be for theft. They're going to know who I am and take me back. And You know what I mean? So I broke down and, and called my dad because I never did that. So it was so, like, as I'm talking to him, like, I couldn't even say it without, like, my voice just cracked. And he didn't, I didn't even finish it. He says, how much you need? Where you at? And you sent me $300. And that $300 was everything to me. You know what I mean? And, you know, like, I had before that, right before that, a few months before that, I had the big house, all the cars, jewelry, everything. Scottsdale. It was all gone, stripped, right? I had cars, like, everything's gone. To being, from that to being in the streets, like, homeless is a huge contrast. It's not like I was some bummy cat and just, that's just my existence. Nah, listen, brother, um... <clears throat> the distance from the limo and the gut is just one step. One step. Yeah. Mm. That's true. One step. It, I, I can attest to it. I was there like that. So, mm. 
that, but my dad, he gave me that. That just, man, my dad, like I felt so much love for him. And my dad is the reason why I'm such a survivor. Like my dad, he gave me all the tools. So, and then my son, like once I, so I figured out I can get a job, right? Cause I didn't know if I could do anything if my ID would be in the system. I didn't know nothing. So I took a chance and applied for a job and got a job. I'm like, okay. So I saved up enough money to move in with somebody that's looking for a roommate. I'm like, okay. Save up enough money to get an, a, my own place with a roommate. And still didn't have a car, I have nothing. And my, um, I was angry, Mike. I was so mad because I was a boss in the street. And it was people under me that was happy that I was, they thought I was done. Happy, laughing, talking, I'm hearing it. And I was so angry, I wanted to go back and just show up on people's doorsteps and, hey, what's up? I know that, that, that you know, just do bad things to people. And um, uh, my son's mother, shout out to Vanessa, she sent my son out to be with me, to, to stay with me for a little while. And I don't know why, because I had, my life was a mess. It really didn't, and she's not, she's a smart girl. So that kid loved me so much. It made me uh, love myself because I was like, how is this little pure soul? Why does he love me? I have nothing to offer. You know what I mean? And that right there, it just lit something in me, you know, a, 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 a upward trajectory to not succumb to the conditions that I put myself in. Right. So I fixed everything. I controlled my life. And that's what I believe. I'm, I'm the architect of everything that happens to me. And that's what I, I, I live that. So just start working more, saving money, started a business. You know, everything was doing great. And here it is. I got this great life. But guess what? I'm still a fugitive. Six, seven years pass. I'm like, hey, maybe I don't care. Because <laughs> social media like, I'm, is like, I didn't intend for me to get big on social media. I was trying to avoid it, but it just happened. And uh, people just, they, they just gravitated towards me. And um, one day in 2013, 2014, I was actually sparring. And I come outside. Me and my boy Chai was sparring. Come outside, taking a break to walk my dog. I seen a, a dude walked in the gym. And my gym, like, there's only certain people coming in that gym. I know, you know everybody that's coming in. Yeah, yeah. so this dude, it was, just, it was a black dude. Didn't look right. The only yeah. black dude oh, that came in the gym. Oh, I know that gym. feeling. Who is that nigga? Only black dude. I know that feeling. Yeah. Excuse me, guys. But I know that nah, feeling. Nah, it's real. So it's like you're either a gangbanger or powerlifter. You know it's not good when it's, you see him, right? Like, oh, he was just a regular dude. And I speak to everybody, like, what's up, how you doing? He was like, nervous. I'm like, that was weird. And then the next thing I know, uh... Sheriff's car, unmarked, sheriff's, unmarked, unmarked, sheriff's, sheriff's. They came, and it's U.S. Marshals, and they come hard. But they came to me, they was like like gentlemen, you know, and they said, yeah, we've been following you for a while and know who you are. They're like, who are you? I was like, you tell me. (laughs) You tell me. (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) But, uh, you know, he said, I remember this guy, he said, "Um, look, man, you do a lot of good for a lot of people. Just get this behind you. Move on with your life. You know, he took me down to the substation. He he came in. He gave, gave me a pen and paper. He says, here's your phone. You need some numbers? I'm like, yes, please. He said, anything you'd like me to do? I said, can you call my father? And he did, right? Mm-hmm. He called He called my dad, told him what was up. And I just had to deal with, deal with it, you know? I had to sit. 
I had to sit in California for a while before they extradited me. I went, I went through that whole process and got out, got to Arizona, bonded out, got an amazing uh, attorney. Shout out to Brian Russo. I love him to death. I love Brian Russo. Brian! He was, he was expensive, and I want to pay him extra. You know what I'm saying? I know those. I felt that way, too, before. Yeah. So <laughs> so fought it and beat it, you know? And uh, and life is good. It couldn't be better. It couldn't be better, man. God is great. Yeah, it man. is. Yeah. God is good. It's amazing. Yeah. So, Manny, you, you boxing is part of your life. I grew up. I used to box a little bit. PALs in Brooklyn. You know? Mm-hmm. Bed-Stuy, Gates Howard, Avenue. Howard, Howard. Yeah. But I never went pro, but I loved the sport. And I made sure my son, I, I introduced him to the sport just so he'll have confidence in himself and he could take care of himself. Because mm. the difference between a kid who can't box and a kid can is a big difference. But I taught him to respect that sport. Don't You can't be a bully. Yeah. It's like a loaded gun. You can't play with it. Somebody come at you, you could even walk away. You're in control. Somebody step too close, take care of them. I used to get phone calls. He's about 13, 14. I get a phone call from a police officer. Uh, we have your son down here. I said, oh, what's, what's going on? He said, well, he was on a bus, and he, he knocked a man out. <laughs> and he said the man approached him sexually. I said, mm. oh, okay, cool, man. <laughs> so I went down there. Okay. He's, he's went defending there, himself. Yeah, I went down there, got him. And uh, he just evolved. And to be honest with you, this young man had talent. He could have went a long way. But he, you know, he wanted to, he started rapping. Yeah. And he got good at that. But I still said, the boxing, he was a natural. And uh, That's a lonely lifestyle, though. Yeah. Really yeah. dedicated yeah. to the pretty yeah. lonely. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. It was like, yeah. um, you know, I had my dad, but it was outside of that, it was no support system. Yeah. And yeah. being a black fighter in Arizona is no teams. It's a no, hard hustle. You know, yeah. so it was just, it was, yeah. it's, people don't understand, like, like when you got a, like, I look at Floyd, right? He got his entourage. He got, that makes it easy. Mm-hmm. It makes it easy. It's whole family. When you by yourself doing it, it's, I used to show up to fights. My coach ain't even, I'm by myself, literally by myself. And I'm like, this is not fun. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the older I got, I just kind of rebelled against it. You know what I mean? The discipline. And yeah, because it's structured. You know, anything that's structured, as you get older, you're going to rebel. Mm-hmm. You're going to rebel. I'll submit to it totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting how that happens. However, like, however, though, you know, it took me a few years. Like, I, when I stopped, I couldn't even watch boxing because I loved it so much. And I seen guys that I knew that I was better than million dollar comp making money I'm like so I couldn't watch boxing it took me a couple years all money's not good money though right but when you're young you're just like man when you know these guys but when I start back you know I love I love boxing with everything right so I got to a point to where I was like I wanted to start because I'm cool with so many fighters I was like maybe I'm gonna start managing some guys help them make some money and I'm talking to one of my guys about it and my son is listening and I was like, man, I should, I should just get back in and turn pro. And his eyes lit up, but I did, <laughs> I did. I'm gonna tell you why, Mike. I did because I said, well, I asked him. I said, you want me, you want me to fight? You want me to turn pro? He's like, yes, yes, yes. I said, okay. So I did because just to challenge myself. It wasn't like I was trying to make a career out of it, but just to get in fight shape, which is different. You know what I mean? It's hard. 
and and I just wanted that on my my thing before I died. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and something for my kids to be proud of. So so I did it last year, and it was hard as hell. You know what I mean? The training. How do you control your emotions in that situation, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the hardest things in life, controlling your emotions. It is. It is. Mike, we got a big fight coming up here, brother. Boxing's interesting, right? You start believing your God, kind of, in this kind of situation. Because, you know why? Everybody tells you it. That's why, when we, I, that's why I stay in the house all the time. I hate people to tell me all this shit about me. I'm great. I'm God. I'm this. And they don't know I stay home because I don't want to hear nobody say something about me. It's crazy, Mike. But no, but listen, I think I, I think I love it though. I think in my mind I love it. Right. Until I see it. Uh-huh. Oh, my mind, I want to be a glass. I want people to buy it. Out. And then when it happens, oh, no, I don't want this shit. Yeah. You know, I don't want, no, I'm sorry. Please, I don't want this shit. I'm sorry, God. Please. Because it's everything that comes with that, right? People expect things from you, people demand things from you. I don't know. Imagine, imagine God not thinking himself that serious, and he hears everybody's praying. He feels all the things. Y'all, man, please stop fucking praying. Leave me alone. All right. I already gave you everything. Yeah, and you still fucked up. Yeah. The more I give you, the more you you disapprove of my giving you it. Yeah. You know. Talking about God-given skills, Damian Lillard. Woo. The dude's unbelievable. The Trailblazers are taking on the Pelicans and the Pistons next. I mean, this guy is having a record year. When God um, put the light on you, so does the devil. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. God, um, God, um, he aware. He makes the um, the devil aware of what's going on. Uh huh. Oh, that's a cool guy. So if yeah. God put His hand on you, so does the devil. Yeah. If you were gonna bet on a fight between God and the devil, you could do that at Bet Online. Yeah. Really. Yes, awesome. you can. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code Podcast One for your fifty percent sign up bonus. Yes, and once again, visit betonline.ag and don't forget the promo code too, all right? Podcast One for your 50% sign-up bonus. BetOnline for your online sports book expert. Mike, what's the most impactful therapy you've ever experienced? May I tell you one of my experience with a therapist? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to a therapist. I'm getting I'm, I'm, it's, um, I spilled my guts to this gentleman. And then he said this. Time, I, I have to, it's over, the session's over. And boy, did I rip him a new asshole. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I bet, shit. <laughs> Whoa, they almost called the cops on me, man. They had to escort me. Well, Mike, the thing yeah. is, therapy sounds great, but a lot of people don't have the time or the money to do it. That's why you should start your journey with the help from Talkspace. Talkspace Online Therapy is the most affordable and convenient way to get the support of a licensed therapist. Yes, of course. And you can also talk privately with your therapist for your, on your phone or your computer, and you never need to go anywhere. You can stay in your office and stuff. You know, and you don't have to make no appointments and stuff. That's awesome. They have over 5,000 therapists trained in over 40 specialties. 
learn stress management, communication skills, behavior hacks, and useful tips to help achieve your goals. Exactly, really. Because real change happens when taking it one step at a time, you know. Talkspace is there to help every person every way they can. That's right. Match with your perfect therapist today at Talkspace.com or download the mobile app. Absolutely. Our awesome listeners can use the code HOTBOXING for $100 off the first month. That's Talkspace.com, promo code HOTBOXING for $100 off your first month. Awesome. Mike, would you say you felt very lonely in your boxing career? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I always, um, after I finished running, I would go to some girl's house. Right. Like at four in the morning, I get up running, I come, I call and I'm coming over there. You like find people to get around. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. But um, people would think I was breaking training because I was going over girls' houses and hitting them. I was, but I was lonely. Mm -hmm. And I was just over there to talk to someone because after I finished running, it's what, five o'clock in the morning, now I can't sleep and I'm up, I want to talk to somebody. The only thing I got to do is exercise tips. I said, why not do it over the girls' house? I could do the same thing, Mm -hmm. but I have some comfort. (laughs) I have to do my exercise working out. But I could still hug her or something, kiss her when I'm near. Yeah. You used to, like, get up and walk, like, 10 miles, too, yeah. right? Yeah. I, used to, I used to run. I used to run five. Then I used to finish running. I walked 10 miles. I remember one day you mm-hmm. called me up. You said, Manny. I said, yo. You said, uh, I'm at so-and-so on Van Buren. I said, okay. He says, uh, and I'm going to the south side. Why don't you come walk with me? I said, man, you crazy. <laughs> I said, it's 120 degrees out there. I said, I'll meet you over there. <laughs> and I met you. I used to, um, used to walk at fast speed. I used to read about, yeah. I read about these great gladiators from ancient time, these Greeks and Mennonites and all that stuff, how they walked 20 miles, and how they invented the marathon by running 26 miles to relay a message. So I said, I want to do that. Let me just walk 26 miles today. And you did it. Yeah. Just walk 20 miles today. Just do it. Just I love that. Of psychology. But yeah. My feet felt like they took a fucking blowtorch and pfft. Yeah. It was hot. Yeah. It was hot now. Yeah. 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 You were getting in shape like that, though. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was yeah. extreme about being in shape. I was yeah. extremist about everything. Mm-hmm. I really vibe with that. It's I funny. That. It's funny when um, uh, before I quit fighting, I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, go hard with this. We was around you, and. I'm getting tatted up. My dad like, why are you doing that? Like, Don't worry about it. And to me, it was like war markings, right? Yeah. Um, um, and I almost got your your face tatted because oh, I was no. so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Listen, I didn't. You know how many people got this tattoo on their face out their fucking mind? <laughs> I'm saying, fuck. <laughs> I got talked out of it. I mean, I I ran. In, I don't know how I ran into you or talked to you or something, and you sent me your gloves. Uh-huh. With that tattoo on it, There's a lot of other little stuff. I gave my son one of the gloves. I kept one of. Them. Yeah. Well, the best part is what Mike was gonna get tattooed on. His yeah. Face. Oh my goodness. From hearts and shit. <laughs> I was hiding, shining at them. From hearts. Dude, did it, did it have a meaning? Uh, the heart. It, yeah. No, it's that's a lot of shit. But you know that tattoo is like a landmark. Yeah. Yeah. You, you set it out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Maori warrior symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Pigment, tell us more about your business and your partner. Yeah. Tell me about that. I want to know how, well, I guess you were around training your whole life, basically. Mm-hmm. And what was sort of the first step you took? Because you're really, man, I mean, you know, I hate to use this term just because you're way more than this, but you're, you're like, you're a fitness guru. 
you know, everything you do with training and nutrition and mindset around how, how people should approach training. And, uh, you've got a massive following there and you've built a, an incredible business. I was talking to Sean earlier about the products you guys sent me home with. It's my favorite protein powder I've ever tried. Nice. Really? Perfect. What perfect. Made with? Plants. It's plant-based. Yeah. We got to get some for here. Mike, you would love it. It's plant-based. still vegan? I'm all plant-based. Okay. Yeah. He's all plant-based. It's awesome products. Um, but what was the first step? Like, how did you fucking even figure out that you could use social media to promote this way of life and this message? Well, initially, um, I wasn't trying to. Social media was starting. I'm like, all right. I used it <clears throat> to, like, track my client's progress. Mm. Instead of, um, you know, just having a before and after picture, I would have a video of when Jennifer can do couldn't do a pull-up. Mm. And now she's doing 10. You know mm. what I mean? I thought that was more compelling than a before and after picture. Yeah, for so sure. So that was getting me more business, more clients, right? So every now and then, I would throw myself up there working out, right? And people really liked it, you know? And I think it was just the type of content was attracting people to, to follow it and share it and, and subscribe to what I was talking about. So then I started doing um, more long-form videos on YouTube and um, of my, my strategies and my, my training. And my training always stood out because when I stopped fighting and I was just lifting weights, lifting weights to me was just too easy. It wasn't like when you boxing training, you drink, you, you, you leave it all on the floor. Well, weightlifting, I didn't feel that. So I just made it more intense, right? Mm. So, and people, they thought it was cool. They liked it. So, um, so it just grew. It grew and people just started attack, like, liking me as a, a, a personality or whatever. And I wasn't really trying for that. I was just. But you're, got, you're a nice person, though, Mike. Yeah. You're, you're a nice person. You're easy to like. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, what's up. No doubt, bro. So, so um, the following start growing and then you have. Um, but I was still training people, and I was getting to the point to where I was getting burnt out. Like, mm. like I've burnt know, out training people. Yeah, like all day, every day, and people will come in halfway through the day, and I'm like mad because I'm tired. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, I need, I need to do something. Yeah. Like, so, I, so I didn't take supplements before, but then I started taking like fat burners or just for energy, and I liked the energy, but I didn't like everything else. I would feel nauseous or have anxiety. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me. I started taking pictures of the ingredients. I don't have a science background or any of that. So I would take, take that, and after work, I would research. I would go look up each ingredient and see what it was and try to figure out what did I like in these products and what I didn't like. Okay, once I identified that, I started ordering the stuff that, that, that I wanted to, to test on myself that I like. So I, I kind of, like, started making my own little formulas, mm. you know, like my kitchen at the time, anybody knew me around that time, my kitchen looked like a, like a laboratory, you know what I mean? I'm ordering all I these powders that. and I have milligram scales and gram scales and, and I'm just making my own concoctions. And then as, when your social media grows, I'm sure you like, cause your mic, you got a lot of people coming at you with pictures like, Hey, you want to partner with this or do that? Well, I never see, I guess somebody, somebody said, yeah. <laughs> so people started reaching out to me like, Hey, you ever thought about this and that? And then I had a guy who had, who had experience in manufacturing supplements reach out to me. Like, hey, you ever think about doing this? I said, actually, I'm kind of doing it, but just for myself. Mm. And um, we started talking about the formula, what I'm doing, how. He's like, okay, 
you want to do that for real? I'm like, whatever, I guess. Yeah. So I didn't think nothing of it, so we came up with the formula that I came up with and made a pre-workout, and the shit worked out, <laughs> you know? So the pre-workout was the first that supplement? That was the first, first thing, yeah. And then I, I kept adding more and more and more, and then that became a real company, you know? And it, it, it grew, it peaked, because my partner, like, he was content, and I wasn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, I wasn't like over, you know. I had that company for a few years. I sold it last year. I wasn't really into those kind of products anymore. And this is when I had already stopped eating meat, and I was eating one meal a day, and I was trying to take my health a lot more serious. So um, yeah, I'm on that level now. Where I'm going to the one meal a day thing. Yeah, right. talk to Mike about it. One meal a day for. I took a shake normally. I took a good fruit shake with some berries, mm-hmm. shake and some agave. And uh, boom, that'd be it for me. Right. Yeah, I've right. been doing that for 15 years. I've been doing it forever. At least. The Prophet Muhammad yeah. only ate once a day. That's yep. all I do. Yeah. Huh. Your digestive system is getting less work. Yeah. Opposed to three times a day. Mm-hmm. Which system will last longer? Mm-hmm. No doubt. Because no um, you have the um, leaky stomach syndrome. You get that. You, yeah. You still it's, a, it's a lot of issues. I juice in the mornings. Excuse me. I juice in the mornings. I have, what do you juice, Manny? Uh, Different fruits. Okay. Plus, every morning I have a teaspoon of garlic and honey. Mmm. You let it sit. I go right through the head with the. You, you go all the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I take apple a, cider vinegar. Yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> then I do. <laughs> I, yeah, I do a tablespoon of uh, olive oil and uh, vinegar. Yeah, it's cutting you out. Then some days when I juice, you don't do this every week. I juice beets, mm. apples for the taste. Mm. That's natural sugar. Beets, apples, and some celery. Mm. It tastes nasty if you drink it by itself. And I, that'll flush you out, too. I dig it. Man. See, I love, listen, right, at this stage in my life, in the man, like when I was in my 20s and teens and stuff, even in my 30s, I like, I always wanted to hump, hump. But when you get in like your 40s <laughs> and your 50s, you like to dump. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck the hump is about to dump. <laughs> yeah, oh, you have a good dump. You be, you say, listen, oh, you be on the toilet. Whoa! No, hey, oh, got to you be more careful. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to my baby, I had an awesome shit, baby. This came out, I feel like 20 pounds lighter. Oh, shit, like, <laughs> fuck. I thought I was sick doing that. I'm saying like, yeah, oh, this gonna feel good. I told my wife, she said, what are you doing in there? Gut it out. That was a solid. There's nothing in there. And you don't know that you're you until you start drinking water and you feel yourself swelling. Yeah, yeah. That's how you want it, man. Yeah. You got to shit. Yeah. If you don't shit, fuck. But no, if you don't fuck shit, but if you don't shit, Fuck. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's a t-shirt slogan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Mike, so you're on the one meal a day as well. Right. Which I think for a lot of athletes might think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and you keep all the muscle mass that you mm-hmm. hold on to. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know? it's not crazy because, listen, the greatest right. gladiators that ever lived, exactly. they, they looked at their marrow and their bone, they were all vegetarians and vegans. Mm-hmm. And that violent sport, and that vicious violent sport, these are vegan competitors. Mm-hmm. See, I got, a, I got a, a, a notion about the one meal a day, right? And this is what I tell people. They think it's so crazy. I'm like, look, if you're not doing it, you can't speak on it if you haven't experienced it. But this is how I see it. We live in a world where there's an abundance of food, right? We, this is new. I mean, 
our species has been around for about 100,000 years. We've been kind of civilized for around 10,000 years. No, no, no. We've been around... The oldest human being is 4.4 million years old. But I mean, our our speci- oh, our genus erectus, of Homo sapiens. Homo erectus and sapiens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of humans. Has been. Yeah. It's funny because Sean and I and my son we're reading the book Sapiens right now. Oh yeah. So it goes into that all Good. the different human evolution, but us Homo sapiens sapiens, about a hundred. We're the youngest ones. We're new, right? But most of that, a lot of that, you know, we were like animals, you yeah. know. And then even being civilized, what, 10,000 years ago, it wasn't a lot of food. Like, there's no convenience stores. There's no. Yeah. So we would go days without eating. And then when you're hungry, you go hunt. You go find food on an empty stomach, right? So here it is. We, we don't have to do that. Food is all around us. And, like, it's a, it's a reason why there's a, 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 a quote-unquote hungry mind state. Yeah. That's literal and figurative. I you know. You go get it when you're hungry. You don't Absolutely. get it. There's no full mind state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, when I eat, I want to relax. I want to keep my feet up. You know, so to me, it's, it's recovery like. recovery time. I want to go out, conquer my day, train, do all the things I got to do. Around five or six, I eat, and I relax. My day's done, you know? So, because I, I know me, I don't operate well with a lot of food in my mm-hmm. system. You're not you supposed know? to. It's the fact your body's working, and it can't work when you're congested. Right. Yeah. And that's why you have less food. You're always... For instance, when I don't have no food, I'm always ready. Yeah, I got me energy. Too. Me yeah. too. Now, there's no food. There's no there's no fuel, but it's energy. Yeah. Because energy and fuel is psych- psychological. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, did you eat on days that you fought? Days that I fought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't eat. I could never eat. See, and that's the thing. You can't let your emotions and your feelings control you. Mm-hmm. You eat. Mm-hmm. You know, you say, you say, I can't eat my body. No, you control your body. Your body's purpose only to carry your brain. It's to serve right. you. Right. Your, your, body, right. your, brain, your body can't tell you what to do. Right. The brain right. is, the, is the top right. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I get that, though, man. Uh, and yeah. I think I've heard you say that many times, yeah. Mike, about um, the hungry mindset. Mm. You know, you're not hungry when you're full of food. Yeah. You know? So there's no so, sense of urgency to yeah. go out and do anything. Absolutely. And you're more vulnerable because you're not as agile. Right. Yeah. More alert mm-hmm. from, the, and plus, from the enemies. Plus, yeah. people are conditioned. To, they eat out of memory. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look yeah. what time it is. Yeah, yeah. I got to eat. Yeah. They yeah. ain't hungry it's or nothing. Habit. It's just, it's yeah. Yeah. It's not a good habit. As a matter of fact, it's the FDA, right? Yeah. A, food is a drug. It's a yeah. narcotic. Exactly. Yeah. People get addicted to food and their life is over. Exactly. exactly. They're exactly. imprisoned in their body. Exactly. Mm. You should eat three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Get your three square Listen, meals. Yeah. I, I know a guy that only eats after he shits. If he, he won't eat unless he shits. You got to get it out. Yeah, you got to get shit. Only way Make he, room. Yeah, he won't do it. That's Who crazy. is that? I'm feeling that works for me. He won't. He said he can't. I gotta eat. I gotta shit first before I can eat again. I love it. He won't eat food on top of food. If he had one meal, he won't eat another. It makes sense. It It makes sense. I tell people all the time. It's like food is literally fuel for your body. I always say um, food is the enemy. And so much food is the enemy. Chicken, beef, right. Pork, all that stuff. All in preservatives. Sometimes certain rice, preservatives, all that syrup and all that stuff. That's the enemy. Yeah. Candy bars are, and why do you think candy bars are named with masculine names and look like people's dicks? <laughs> you know, it's, psycho- it's psychology. All, it, all this is psychology. <laughs> the Three Musketeers, Payday, that dick. Yeah, hey, fucking, that's Payday, baby. Snickers? Huh? Snickers? Laughing at you. 
<laughs> Reese's? Huh? Reese's? Just so sweet. <laughs> no, but really, it's, um, totally. It's promoted that way. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the candy bars. You they think, hire people absolutely. To, to think. Subliminal. Yeah, all of that is important. Listen, I don't eat meat, right? I'm riding somewhere, I don't know, maybe is it LA or is it Vegas? And I'm seeing it's just a fried chicken barrel. I don't eat no chicken, but that looked good. If I did, I said, where's that place at? Right. I don't eat meat, but it says struck my attention. It got my attention. And, 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 and I said, it looks good. My mind said, but I don't eat that shit. Imagine if I did, I would go right there because it pulled me. I'm going to give you another example. I have a friend. Shout out to Gary. Gary! Uh, he, uh, he's, he was an optronicist, and he used to do the eyeglasses and stuff. He told me that the owner of that place had a special rug design. When you go in and sit down and you look at the rug, your eyes will, mm. like you need glasses. Mm-hmm. Just Lies. go there and look at that rug, he says. That's a nice tactic. Said, yeah. Wow. I said, seriously, he Listen, said, um, yeah. That's deep. The art yeah. of persuasion is a motherfucker. Yeah, it is. A guy like me, right? If I want to persuade somebody's family in here and their mother's not in the house, I put a pack, let's, let's go to the movie. So I get a pack of popcorn, I put it in the, the fucking heater, poof, beep, microwave, take the bag, throw it outside, open the thing, and parents come in. Well, what's that? Hey, Ma, let's go to the movie. Sure, let's do that. Cool. Look at popcorn. It's all about persuading. It's all about psychological persuasion. Yeah. Saying a word that, that brings them to the moment of better times, mm. you know? What do you think about, my, like, we know that. You're conscious of that, right? And... I feel like there's a small percentage of people that are conscious of these tactics mm-hmm. and aware of them. And we may even use them, and most people aren't. You know, they just don't see it. They don't get it. You know, what do you, is there something to that? Do you think that uh, – I've been having conversations about this recently over the past few days, like the evolution of man. Like, we kind of talked about it on, on our podcast, my podcast, and uh, I feel like I don't think that people are getting – Dumber or smarter, I think it's always been the way that it is. A small percentage of people that kind of get it, a large percentage of people that get it. I have to disagree with you because um, there's more information now. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if it's fake information, there's more information. So we're under the notion that we know more than somebody 10,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. You we know? Then probably we don't know. You know? They what live about, longer what, than us. What about the um, notion of, like, let's say the scientists or whomever before us said they got to this point? For us to start here and get to that that point, you know what I mean, and then whoever's after us will build on top of that. Listen, um, we're gonna evolve regardless. Who did it? What did it? How it's been done? We're gonna evolve. We're gonna evolve to evolve to self destruction. You know what I mean? But um, the, the world's gonna still flourish. I agree with that. I don't think people say that we're destroying the earth. I don't think we can. I think no, we I can destroy we ourselves. Can. No, we can't destroy the earth. Yeah. We, we, we can't even conceive of the earth. Right. Yes. We don't even fully understand yes, we it. We what people told us it is. Yeah. We know nothing yeah. about it. For its, for its, you know what I mean, from its simplicity, we know nothing about this place. We right. know nothing about, what, who are you? Who's your father? Who's, who, who are we? Mm-hmm. You think he's just your father? Him and, him, and his, him and his woman just had you and that's it? Mm-hmm. They're vessels, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I just think... Um, we will figure it out when it's over. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. 
I should. like thinking about it, though. It's yeah, fascinating. It's, awesome. it's, it's awesome fascinating. Think how great death is going to be. If life is this great, just mm-hmm. think about death, how good death's going to be. Mm-hmm. I look at it from that perspective. So you think it's a, uh, another stage of consciousness? Absolutely. It's not, it's not just nothing, just darkness? I think it is, too. Listen, I think it, it is, to too. Be because every time I go to sleep, I die because there's nothing. If I wake up, I wouldn't know if I was dead or not if I didn't wake up. When I'm sleeping, it's just a bliss. There's nothing. I don't see nothing. I don't hear nothing. And all of a sudden, I just wake up. So that's the closest thing I've been to death. Death is nothing. Mm-hmm. Death is fun. It's easy. I'm having a ball sleeping. I feel great I don't until f- I wake up. I don't fear death. What I fear about death is the fact that I have relationships with people that I love and I won't anymore, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> really? Yeah. But, but we don't really know that. Yeah. I don't know. But we don't know that. In my mind... When lights is out, is is a wrap. I don't yeah. think it's over. Listen, look at this, your fears. Your fears that you won't be important no more. You won't exist no more. That you can't hear your name mentioned in your brain no more. It's your ego torturing you right now. Mm. Telling mm-hmm. you to somebody and you're not going to exist no longer. So what are we going to do to prevent that? Mm. It's just, listen, you've been divinely guided ever since. You you didn't do this. You think you're smart enough to put yourself in the suit? That's your ego telling you all. God's been guiding you. Just let him take. When it's time to go, let him take you then, too. He's been doing it all this time. Just let it go. Stop trying to think it out. You'll never know. Stop. Right. Leave it alone, nigga. That's true. Stop. All right. Let him take you. Let him take you. That's deep, Mike. Absolutely. I like that. I like that. Mike's so philosophical. Yeah, life is philosophical because we don't know anything, but we want to desperately know. But we want everybody else to know, think that we know something, but the fact is... How can we tell them that we don't know anything? Well, and, and, and we try to control everything, and we don't have to. We have no control. Exactly. That's a figment of our imagination. Exactly. We can't even control ourselves. Exactly. We let it flow, and that's where we'll go. I think we can control ourselves to an extent. To an extent. Well, no. You, you can't stop yourself from taking a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to stop. <laughs> you just can't stop. Yeah. You just can't stop soon. Yeah. No doubt. Mike, isn't CBD such an amazing compound? It's amazing that we have access to this medicine now. I mean, athletes like you and me, we beat the hell out of our bodies. I agree. We suffered a lot of injuries. I had a shoulder injury. Every joint in my body hurts. But thanks to CBD, you know, I can live a, a life of high quality. I agree 100%. You know, I'm just such a fan of CBD. I think um, within 100 years, we all it'll be in our DNA. I think you're right. You know, I think CBD, it's just amazing. It's a wonder, wonder miracle. I won't say a drug, but it's a medicine. Yep, yep. It's awesome. Enter Omax Health. If you're looking to get rid of nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, then you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, Cryo Freeze CBD Roll-On developed by Omax Health. Yeah, Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off of the full bottle of the Cryo Freeze CBD Pain Relief Roll-On plus free shipping. I've been using it after my workouts and I gotta say it's taken all the aches and pains away. You know, I like to lift weights still, Mike, and you know, that can be tough on my joints, but I use this Cryo Freeze CBD Pain Relief Roll-On and, man, I got to tell you, it takes the pain right away. Man, listen, man. I believe in the weightlifting, too. I believe weightlifting um, leads to longer life. 
Yeah. You know, and I yeah. used to say, man, listen, I used to go to the omaxhealth.com today and enter the code Tyson, and pff, it's heaven. That's awesome. This discount also applies toward any product site-wide, and Omax Health carries great supplements, fish oil, probiotics, cognitive boosters, everything you need. So head over to omaxhealth.com. That's O-M-A-X health.com and enter code Tyson to get 20% off CryoFreeze and everything else on their site. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code Tyson. Is that fucking Dennis Rodman right there? Yeah, he's here. D-Rod's here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at that Dennis Rodman right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> Just another day at Tyson Ranch, oh, y'all. Shit, nigga. Oh. <laughs> Dennis is cool. We had him on the pod. That's dope. Um, yeah. Well, man, I'm so glad that but Manny, no, I was able still, to help get you guys back listen, together. You ain't tell me what you and this nigga right here do. Pop, let Sean come in real quick. Come on, so, Sean. Yeah, That's absolutely. Come on. Talk about the comp. Ambrosia Collective. He's out here with holes in him and shit and boots look like a Nazi nigga. Dude, stop. Look at him like a Nazi. Shit, man. Is that your sex appeal, those pants or something? Don't go to jail like that. Oh, fuck. You on your head, Sean. (laughs) But nah, the Ambrosia Collective. All right, so I had already had a company... Um, Sean had his company. We have well, another what was the party. Company? What was the company? My, my my previous company it was just a, a typical s- supplement company. Okay, you know, so making plenty of money. He making plenty of money. We was all making plenty of money, and we was just talking about like, what if we came up with? Because um, we were all evolving and growing, you know, and wanting to be healthy, healthy. So, and things in a supplement. Business is not always super healthy. It's not always that good for you. There's a lot of bullshit. Right, yeah. right. This is a guy who's taking Y'all a lot of supplements. Y'all need to get Mike Tyson strand pills out there, man. We need some, uh, vitamins, yeah. some Mike Tyson vitamins, let's, y'all. Let's do it. Oh, Mike Tyson <laughs> That's what I'm vitamins, saying. y'all. That's easy. That's easy. We Shit. love that. We can put that together. <laughs> right. So so we talked about, look, all right, we're making money. Mike, I so let's, that. let's start another company, and let's make the absolute best products that we can make that's actually healthy for people, right? Um, Good stuff. Let's source the highest quality ingredients, right? And let's not really, let's make it affordable. We're not really tripping on making money on this. I mean, we don't want to lose money, but we're not trying to get rich off of this. Let's just do it just because we can. Let's give it to the poor people then. (laughs) Because we can. So so we did. We (laughs) did that. And um, it started doing so well. Like I sold my other company. We all just went all in. And now it's just growing like leaps and bounds. We tour all over the world. Um, it's worldwide, uh, and we market it by educating people on what kind of products, the ingredients. And when you don't know, you don't know. But once somebody brings this to your informa- your attention, you're like, okay, I need this. You know what I mean? So, And not just that, things that are really good for you usually taste like shit. Absolutely. And that's okay. <laughs> but no, I'm all right with that. No, me too. But this thing, you get adapted to it. I tell you, I right. take my, my, my apple cider vinegar to, vin- mm-hmm. to the head. Boom, boom, right. boom. Right, because you know how good boom, it is for you. It burns my guts. Yeah. But for example, we found a way to take apple cider vinegar, dehydrate while maintaining its integrity, and deliver it in a capsule so you don't have to have it be on your teeth and, and erode the enamel on your teeth. 
Well, I don't care about my teeth, but the fact is, <laughs> I care about your teeth. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Everyone loves when you smile and when you crack jokes and laugh. So that's that's a that's one of the best parts of the podcast. Now I'm gonna buy new teeth and whiten them up. There you go. <laughs> Solution. But we're serious about making the world healthier in every which way, and that's what we've been focused on. We deliver products that help with that, but we also provide. The motivation and the programs, both workout-wise and nutrition-wise. We need to go in business in some kind of food product. Yeah. Let's do it. Healthier and Let's do it, man. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll I'm talk about that because we actually have ideas for that. Um, beyond meat and all that stuff. I'm listen, Mike, deals, we, we, baby. We got, listen, Mike, you have no idea. The portfolio is vast. There's nothing that we can't do. Yeah. At the highest level, shop. I think it's we should close to you. Together in some kind of way, and we should do some fucking health food that keeps your dick hard, keeps you vibrant. You I love all that. that. I love all that. The thing is, like you saw, love you watched the Game Changers movie. I know you did because you you were you were referring to some of the stuff about it. When you eat healthy and when you run your body and fuel your body right, your dick is hard. It, you wake up, you wake up hard, and you go to bed hard, and you you, uh, you operate at a higher level. Dick stays hard. Exactly. <laughs> all night long. Good things. Uh, <laughs> I love that, <laughs> Mike. I they they hooked me up. I went down and I was on their podcast. It was awesome. Uh, they're down nearby you, man. So you should go yeah, in there. Newport Beach. Yeah, you should go in and check it out. And then once I'm home, I'm home. We don't leave the house. Yeah, I feel I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Like, I guess I'm in a place where I really, I thoroughly, I am very like even when I'm speaking to people about health and nutrition, I'm like, look, guys. I can get hit by a car tomorrow, you know what I mean, and be done. So it's not, you know, you, you live life, but I, I I appreciate what I have right now. Well, I don't have tomorrow. Well, I don't have know, yesterday. So I have right that? now. Because your feelings are, are enslaved by your emotions. Be, it may, but, yeah. But I'm all right with it right now. When I grow out of it, if that's something, if that's an evolution that's to come, I'm 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 here. I'm with you it. I'm open. Fuck, what am I doing? I fucking lose. That's not even real. You know, all of those things, though, as we perceive them, in many ways, are just as real as the Earth revolving around the sun, the stars, the galaxy, the universe, because. Sure, these things don't happen anywhere else. Nowhere else in the universe. That we discovered. That we've discovered, that we can see. Do these dramas play out? You know? This is all spirit. We're all the same thing. Absolutely. If you believe in the Big Bang, we are literally particles of stardust that made its way into a human form. That are now expressing the fucking all the energy of the Big Bang through human consciousness. We're made out you of know? all the minerals in the planet. We're made out of oil, diamond, platinum, exactly, copper. And that's all we are. That's all we are. That's why another another so, planet that made the same shit too. So there's all there's an energy. There's a gravitational force. There is a uh, a network of flow. Between all of these things, the stars, the planets, the sun, the, all of it, why would you think that that's separate from us, too? I don't. No, I know. Yeah. I know. It's all. But it's but all. See, I even, I even embrace it, Eb, like, this is all natural. Yeah. This is yeah. all from the earth. It's not some mysterious thing. Part. And we, you know, like, just pull our minds, out of some, nowhere. some intelligent person with a brain like mine and yours and yours figured out how to 
manipulate these elements like alchemists to where we can transport our voices across the world. Yeah. People are looking at us in these cameras. Like, where the fuck did our voice even go? Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. (laughs) You know what I mean? I went to uh, uh, Henry Westinghouse. What do you think about people? There's some, you know, crazy conspiracy ideas about Edison stole a lot of his technology ideas from Tesla. He did, but listen. Listen, yeah. And Edison And why was Tesla killed? I don't know about that, but um, I know Edison tell you, he said, you got to be a good stealer, and I know how to steal. So Edison's good. Hey, man. Yeah. Listen, J.P. Morgan stole General Electric Electric from him. That's his company. That's that's Edison coming General Electric, and and, uh, they believe that J.P. Morgan stole it from him. That was his scientist. He was J.P. Morgan's scientist. You know, it's all... All of that. I mean, those are just our ideas about it being stolen. And when he made the light bulb, he said, you're so stupid. Well, who, and, and the, also the idea of stealing intellectual property. property like that is like, where did the first guy get it? It's just an idea that floated into his mind. Right. All an those idea. guys like Jay Gould and those guys, those guys. They like, it like, didn't really come from one person. It came from everything. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. It's not always who does something first, but just who does it the best and, and gets it out to the most. Who puts their the name on it. Right, and who put their name on it. Yeah. The winners are who writes history, yeah. you know? Like, I was watching um, 300 the other night, right? It was one of my favorite movies. I like that movie. Love but I'm like, yeah, why do these Greek people got British accents? That's not, <laughs> that's not a thing, right? And then it's like, why are the evil people uh, black and Arab? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And... And I'm like, why? Okay, if you're making people look like that, why are like the 300? That story is, of course, is a fiction, but it was an actual a story. The th- 300, yeah, yeah Thebes. Yeah. So the, 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 150, the gates of fire. 150 they were lovers. bisexual they were gay lovers. lovers, right? They were lovers. Like, tell that part of the story. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, okay, no, I'm telling the story, so I tell it how I want to. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's whoever's telling right. the story writes history. Exactly. They're the greatest fighting team. Exactly. The gay lovers yeah. were the greatest fighting yeah. team. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. Like that's listen, for instance, Benedict Arnold. When you hear that name, like that yeah. name. Ben- Traitor. Benedict Arnold's the baddest motherfucker in George Washington's army. George Washington was jealous of him. Mm. You didn't know that, did you? No. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy because that name is associated with oh, a... Oh, he's a, a bad... Oh, he's a... Yeah. He's bad. He mm. Oh, he's a badass. Mm. But look what the history done to him. Right. Yeah, you got to win to write history. West Point, all that stuff, champion and everything mm-hmm. he's done. And now he's a, mm-hmm. he's a, betra- a, a fucking traitor. Yeah. Well, yeah. So listen, this is what we're doing now, man. Our company's worth around 300 million bucks. And, um... Killing the game. Killing. I'm very, I'm very proud of all of us in here. We all yeah. worked real hard and stuff. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to be a part of it, Mike. It's a it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. You know, I love I love I love where you was at in the eighties and nineties. I love where you are right now. You know, yeah, it's, it's all about evolving. Yeah, what I'm gonna do? Yeah. God willing, if I'm live ten years from now, what's gonna happen then? Yeah, I love have it. Oil company or something? There's gonna be new minerals that because I hear some energy. new minerals are gonna be out. Yeah, energy. Well, so I'm, I'm Mike. I'm mad happy for you. Thank like, you, bro. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, we can really do that again, man. Yeah, on tour. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and, and and Mike. So when I was watching the podcast, all right. So when I saw you in LA a few years ago at the expo, so this is how that happened. I'm gonna tell the story. Like I love Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? I look at him like a big bro. 
and he was one of my childhood idols, right? After my father, you know. So I'm watch uh somebody there was a LA Fit Expo and I, I had no interest in it. This is probably 2011, 2012. So I'm just hanging out at home and then somebody put on Twitter, oh, or Facebook, I just seen Mike Tyson at the expo. I'm gonna go see my big bro. So I drive up there by myself and um I didn't know where you were at. I just walked in and I happened to walk right to where you was at. You was like this. You were signing pictures. You know, you weren't even looking at the people, right? <laughs> so I just stood there. I just stood there in front of you and I didn't say nothing. You had your hand out like for the picture and you looked up. You was like, Look at you. This is my friend. You told me to come around. You're like, look at you. You look good. You used to be so skinny. And da, 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 da. He said, how's Manny? Call Manny. You remember that, Dad? Yeah. And you call, you call him. Like, what's up, Manny? What's up, nigga? Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> you just shut the line down. You know what I'm saying? You know? And so, you know, it's always been just that genuine love. Like, we don't want nothing from you but you to be good. That's it. I can dig it. So then I seen the podcast. I'm like, yo, this is dope. And then I'm checking Eb out. I'm like, yo, I fucks with Eb because Eb loves Mike. I can see it. You know what I'm saying? I see that. It's genuine. Like, Eb's a solid guy. guy. Yeah. So when me and Eb connected on Instagram, it was dope. It was like, it always happened the way it's supposed to happen. When I moved to Newport or that area, people were like, yo, Mike Tyson live out here. I'm like, that's dope. I've I've even seen you at some UFC fights. Hmm. We'll be like, you know, we're all front row, but it'd be like a gate. And I'm not going to yell. I'm like, I'll see him. We'll run into each other. You know what I'm saying? I always had, had confidence in we're going to be brought around each other some, some, somehow. And it happens. It always happens. And um, this so just played cosmic, out. Man. It played out so dope. Because for y'all that don't know, like him, my, my dad and Mike fucking rocks with each other. My dad loves Mike. Mike loved my dad. And I wanted my dad to see Mike so bad. Yeah. So this all happened. It wasn't some big scheme. I'm like, okay. Like, we played cool. We met. We, we ran into each other. Then y'all called me on the plane. I'm like, cool. I'm going to fly Pops out. Don't tell nobody. Said, you know what I mean? He said, pull up here. I said, what kind of place is this, man? He says, it's, it's a podcast. I said, oh, okay. I said, you know, Mike do a podcast. He said, you ever watch Right before he got the car. I said, you yeah. said that? Yeah. yeah. I said, Mike does a that podcast. first words. I said, yeah. yeah, I watch it a lot, man, you know? So I love that. In. So wait, we're walking in, and then I smell the weed. I still didn't put it together, and I'm saying, like, damn. And smoking in it. Then they got him on the podcast with uh, LL. LL. And I said, I, I said, yo, I seen that one with him. Then I looked around, and I seen him. And I said, that dude looked familiar, man. When I heard that deep voice. <laughs> I looked at him. That was the giveaway. And your man here said, you, you ever see Mike? I said, yeah, I used to be. Man, he was real cool. He said, yeah, he'll be here in a minute. I said, <laughs> Damn it! Got him. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Well, man, I'm I'm so glad I could help get you guys Appreciate together, that, man. man. Absolutely. Yeah, do Noriega today too. Eh? Yeah, Noriega's later this afternoon. Right. Yeah, bro. Um, you got, Sean, you, you, great to have Obama you here, man. Up here soon. Y'all got everybody. Hey, it's an honor to be here. Like, like mystics and stuff like that. Help. Right. No, what's that guy name again? Saad Guru. Africa guy. The last. What's his name? Alandi Africa. What's his name? This guy's a health guru guy, black guy. I don't know. Alandi. Young guy? Is that, New guy? It's not up yet. It's not live yet, right? No. Okay. I forgot his name. What's that? Oh. When is that? No, I'm going to call right now and see what's that guy's call name. Call him after we finish here. <laughs> I'm going to call now. <laughs> uh, Manny, so great to have you, man. Oh, Thank pleasure. you. My pleasure. Thank love you, you for inviting me. No, love you, Mike. We love, love you, you nigga. Chill. You're an inspiration, bro. I love it, man. Thank you.
And Mike, of course, brother. Yeah, uh, man. My Thank brother from another mother, yeah, for man. for sure, man. Thank you for having us. Really appreciate yeah. it, man. It's really good so to see you. So where are you living yeah. at right now? Newport Beach. That's just the permanent. Yes. Real. I'm here. He moved here last year to, to go all in for Ambrosia. Yeah. With the company. Yeah. 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 Awesome. We have our office right there, too, by Hogue Hospital. You know where that is? I have no idea. It's pretty so. close. Yeah it's, yeah. it's real close. It's right in there. It's right in Newport Beach. Um, tell them where they can find the products, guys. Yeah. AmbrosiaCollective.com. Or just add Mike it. Rashid on it, whatever. Yeah. And we got you. We're going to have a care pack sent up here because you need a, we want you drinking the planta. If you're making smoothies especially, yeah, yeah, we got I want planta in there. Planta. That's our organic plant-based yeah, protein. Plant-based. Yeah, yeah, we don't, yeah. We actually don't make any yeah. life change. Yeah. Organic, yeah. organic brown rice. Life, best thing I ever did in my life. Right. Shit. Yeah. 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 I feel yeah. revitalized. I yeah. feel like I have my youth back. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. It's great, bro. Mm-hmm. This is dope. It's awesome, guys. Yeah. Well, Mike, great show, man. I think so, yeah. It's beautiful. A lot of fun. A lot of fun to have you guys 100%. here. A lot of love. All love. I'm going to go get it. to work on the Tyson vitamin. Yeah. Fucking yeah, A. Yeah, yeah. Dick stays hard, Dick baby. Stay. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Well, Let's do it. Well, y'all buy that? Y'all us. leave a comment. Would y'all buy that? Y'all want that? They leave a comment. Do you want, want, the want the Dick Stay Hard pill? Dick Stay Hard pill. I'm sure. natural. I'm sure most dudes watching this shit do. Blast from the past, baby. Hey, uh, check out our website, hotboxandpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We love you guys. Until next time, I'm Evan Britton. I'm Mike Tyson. Mike Rashid. Sean Torbati. Manny. One love. Yeah. (laughs) Love y'all. Peace. Peace.